Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our three-day-per-week 12 Minutes of Wisdom podcast. This is day 374 of our trek, and today is Philosophy Friday. Every Friday on our trek, we will ponder life, consider our purpose within life, and how we can make our greatest impact on the world around us. We are broadcasting from our studio at The Big House in Marietta, Ohio. Paula should be heading back to Marietta on Friday, and we'll be dropping Mom Jarvis off at her sister's as we make final preparations for the reunion, and then we'll be traveling the week after that. Our daughter Elizabeth and her husband Nat are celebrating their 11th wedding anniversary this weekend, so we have the blessing of watching the four grandkids on Friday night and Saturday. We also continue to prepare for the Chamberlain reunion, which starts in two weeks. The following week, Paul and I will be driving to Chicago for the Podcast Movement Conference. At the conference, I have the privilege to speak at one of the sessions about creating and living your legacy. We are also honored that the Wisdom Trek Podcast has been nominated for the Academy of Podcasters Award in the Religion and Spirituality category. This is quite an honor for us. In addition to that, our client work has been steady, but not overwhelming this week, so it has allowed us a bit more time to focus on some of our longer-term projects. It's now time to head out on the third trail of this trek for Philosophy Friday as we consider and ponder the cycles and seasons of life. This is the third Philosophy Friday trek within the series as we consider how others impact our lives and legacy, either positively or negatively, and how we must consciously choose who we invest a significant amount of time with. Today we will continue along the same trail. Life is a delicate maneuver of selection, rejection, review, and change. Each person entering your world brings with it either contribution or destruction. Trying to accommodate everyone is to invite certain disaster. Those with poisonous attitudes, strange opinions, and caustic conversations love to look for someone accommodating or nice who will listen to them. They love to dump their verbal garbage into the mental factory of anyone willing to listen. A major challenge in life is that you must learn the art of standing guard at the doorway of your mind. Carefully examine the credentials and authority of those seeking to enter within that place where your attitudes are formed. The words, opinions, and comments of others are constantly shaping your mind and your life. You must be careful who you invest time with because subtly, the conversations of fear, gloom, despair, complaining, condemning, and criticizing are forming your temporary moods and your permanent personality and character. Remember this saying, a sour face does not come by accident, it is a result of sour thoughts. Children are often told by well-intentioned but misguided parents that they are bad, naughty, selfish, or shy. Teachers, by their actions or their expressions, sometimes report to the parents that their child is slow or uncooperative or just a poor student. Throughout your early years, you may have been subjective to impulsive remarks of those who are unaware that those are the very words that were forming your character. As you become adults, you then seem to choose and associate with those most like you. The weak attract the weak. The poor are most comfortable with those who are poor. The successful are drawn toward those who are successful. Those of optimistic views and attitudes select those of their own kind. The old proverbs, birds of a feather flock together, is certainly true. Fortunately, once you recognize this, you can change your flock if needed. What you have become as an adult largely determines the kind of people, events, books, TV programs, and lifestyles that you select to invest your time in. If you are ever going to change your personal and financial circumstances from one level up to another, you must accept the fact that such progress consists of doing as well as undoing. Many of the events and people who currently influence you must be sacrificed. Those sources of doubt, worry, negativity, greed, and selfishness must be cut free, for as long as that influence remains, change will not likely occur. 
If you attempt to change yourself or your circumstances without severing these mental anchors which you have attached to yourself, then change is nearly impossible. Undoing the past is difficult enough by itself, even without the constant influence of those who, by their conversations and remarks or attitudes, keep pulling you back toward that which you are trying to leave behind. I'd like to ask you, does the following scenario ring a bell or sound like you? You are constantly trying to make end meet and are paying only a portion of your debts. You're buying the bargain price clothes, shopping to save a few pennies on a can of beans, and the countless other things because you are unable to earn enough money. If so, the day needs to come when you combine the right mixture of anger, frustration, humiliation, confidence, determination, and courage to say, never again. Your resolve to change yourself and your situation needs to be unshakable. You need to thrust yourself into reading the right books, dressing the right way, thinking the right thoughts, and going to the right places. Your life must be committed toward changing your life for the better. After your newfound commitment and new excitement, determination, and effort, imagine for a moment what are your chances of success if you return and continue to be influenced by those whose voices ring with discouragement, ridicule, fear, and exaggerated doubt. There will always be that negative family member or friend who will say, for somebody who's always been broke, you're sure putting on quite a show. Yeah, good luck with your changed life. If you make the commitment to changing your life, you must be very careful of the situation in this story. If you do not change your environment, you will be subjected and conflicted by both your new determination to succeed as well as those close to you whose words remind you of your unproductive past. It is like being on a mental elevator ride. You move upward with your thoughts and actions, but some thoughtless person keeps pushing the down button, bringing you back to where you mentally began. Your new confidence quickly gives away to old doubt. Your new actions are overcome by old fears. And finally, you may return once more to the kind of thinking that puts you on your mental and financial knees. Having brought you back from your world of dreams, ambitions, and accomplishments with the well-meant but destructive opinions, your friends celebrate by inviting you back to their Friday night party where once again you become an active participant in the jokes, sarcasm, and gossip of those content with their own mediocrity. Having exchanged your own dreams for a new life, for the acceptance of the old things, you make the quiet transition to never again try, plan, dream, explore, or achieve. The value of surrounding yourself with the right friends is immeasurably awesome. The danger of surrounding yourself with the wrong friends can be devastating. Perhaps a good theme might be friendship in proportion to the right personal growth from that friendship. But you must be very aware that the right friends should not be equated with those who seem to have the most money. It is the attitudes, awareness, and other positive human virtues of the friends that you select are of most importance. Not all poor people make poor friends, nor do all rich friends have an enriching effect on your lives. Carefully examine the friends that you have, not their assets or their accomplishments. By examining your friends from both ends of the financial spectrum, you may discover that you have several rich friends as well as poor friends whom you can no longer afford to associate. As my virtual mentor Jim Rohn was quoted as saying, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. If this is, in fact, the case, then you need to analyze who you invest the most time with and how they are influencing you in all areas of your life. If you do not like what you discover, then you need to begin the process of change. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you can change other people to be what you want them to be. It's difficult enough to change yourself, and it's impossible to change others. You may be able to have some positive impact on others that will begin to change their mindset, but beware that this is a very slow process, and they have to choose to change. You must be very careful if you choose to associate with those who may negatively impact you in any manner. 
As 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 reminds us, If you think that you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. I feel strongly that this also applies to our mindset. You become what you dwell on in your minds. All of our minds are impacted significantly by those who we invest a lot of time with. Although it may be hard to distance yourself from negative influences, it is imperative. This does not mean that you shun or alienate others, but realizing that anything that impacts you negatively should be minimized. It is your responsibility to maximize your God-given potential. As Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 tells us, Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Well, that is the end of our trail for today as we pondered the cycles and seasons of life once again. We learned on our trek the huge impact and influence our family, friends, and associates have on our mindset and our lives. Next Friday, we'll expand on this concept and hike the trail of attitude. We need to make sure what we allow in our minds will help us to grow and succeed. As mentioned in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So choose carefully those individuals that you invest time with. The life you live will be impacted by those choices. So strive to make wise choices. And one of the best ways to gain wisdom is to participate in the Proverbs 31 challenge. For each day of June, read the chapter in Proverbs that corresponds with the day of the month. In less than five minutes per day, you can take your daily wisdom supplements, and if repeated each day, they will make you more healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our next trek will be Motivation Monday, and for the next couple of Mondays, we'll explore the Guide to Motivation. So encourage your friends and family to join us, and then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. Just as you enjoy these doses of wisdom, we ask you to help us to grow Wisdom Trek by sharing it with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them, and invite them to come along with us on each trek. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks, they are available at wisdom-trek.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. The journal for today's trek is available at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.